Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. What's up, my friends? Welcome to episode 73 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. How we're at episode 73 is the first thing that is completely mystifying to me. However, I am really excited for today's episode. I feel like I say that every single week, but today we are talking about two things that literally light me the F up in general. One is marketing. How do you market your e-commerce business? How do you get more people to see your website, to see your social media profiles, to see your product? So I am very passionate about marketing. I've been doing marketing for a long time. I'm not going to tell you because then you will know how freaking old I am, but I have been doing marketing for a long time and I love marketing. I love it. It's something that I find most people either love to do or they absolutely hate it. For me, that is my secret sauce. That is how I help people. I can teach people how to take a product that is pretty awesome and make it magnifying to the right buyer. That's what I help people with. That is what I teach. If you're my one-on-one client, you know I'm obsessed with marketing and all things that come with it. Um, So yeah, let's dive into it. Uh, Sorry. And then the other part of today's episode that I forgot to mention that is my other like thing that I am obsessed with that literally lights me up the second I start talking about it. And if you're watching this on video, you can see I'm like literally waving my hands around. Um, that is how to create customer super fans, how to create an epic customer experience. Those are the, in my opinion, those are the things that actually will help your business grow. So I know a lot of you listening are kind of like, well, how do I get more sales? How do I get more customers? How do I get more traffic? You know, I get the same questions over and over. And those are the things that, number one, I love talking about. Number two, um, those are the things that I struggled with when I launched my e-commerce business. I had no idea what I was doing, even though I had been doing marketing for a long time. Um, you don't always know how to do it for an online store. It's a totally different ball game, um, marketing like a service. So I used to be in education. I marketed, I was in marketing and sales in the education space. And, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my job was basically promoting educational programs in the U S to over uh, overseas. So I got paid. It was like the best job ever. When I was younger, I got paid to travel around the world, recruiting international students. And so I would go and speak in front of these big audiences of people and talk about studying in the U.S. for university or college, as we call it. It was amazing. But translating that to a physical product is 
very different. <laughs> it's a very, like I basically started from scratch. So, you know, even though I have been doing marketing for a long time, I understand how to take a product and like sell it. I can do that. I can understand how to focus on the key selling points and talk about it in a way that's going to get someone more interested. Um, but it's a different thing when you're selling products online and you have an online store. So anyway, um, my thoughts here, sorry, I'm rambling a little, but my thoughts here are that marketing, you know, you have a business, 95% of your business and your sales are actually going to come from marketing, nothing else. So marketing is, I say a lot of things are like the secret sauce of a business. Your website is like the backbone of your business. Your webs, if you are direct to consumer, I'm not talking about if you're trying to do wholesale, retail, that's your own thing. This is, I sell products to customers online. If that is you, direct to consumer, um, your website is your bread and butter. 100%. Your website is your bread and butter. And I talk about this in episode, I think it's episode 70, um, where I talk about the pathway to the roadmap and pathway to more sales and profit. Um, part one, sorry, part two, I am like all over the place today. This episode I forgot to mention is also part three and four. I feel like I'm all over the place today. So bear with me guys. Um, but in that episode, I talk about your website and it really is like your website is the bread and butter of your business. If your website sucks, you're not going to get sales. So you have to also understand that, you know, the website's only part of it. You can build a website and they will not come unless you're marketing your business. So I know there's some saying out there that says, if you build it, they will come. That does not apply to e-commerce unless you are marketing or you're doing ads or you're doing things to get visibility. So I love today's conversation because we are talking about marketing and visibility. And then once you get customers to buy from you, how do you create this mind-blowing experience that gets them to want to come back for more, that gets them to want to post on social media, to, that gets them to want to refer friends and family. That is the customer loyalty and super fans. And that's the other thing that, like, like I said, literally lights me up when I talk about it. So let's dive into it. As I mentioned, this is part three and part four of the pathway to sales and profit for an e-commerce business. Episode 69 is the pathway to e-commerce sales and profit part one systems. Part two is um, expanding your sales channels, which is episode 71. So episode 69 and 71, you've got to listen to those. This is a four part. Actually, it's a four part series. This episode is going to be condensed into one. Um but it's a three to four part series that is really going to give you a really great, well-rounded approach to how to grow your business without ads. And that's a key thing here. Most people that will teach you about e-commerce and they say, oh, we can help you scale. And I actually just posted about this on Instagram this morning. Uh, <laughs> we can help you scale in 30 days, seven figures in 30 days. And, you know, like that kind of stuff makes me go crazy <laughs> because there is no such thing. If someone tells you they can help you scale your business from like nothing to seven figures in 30 days, please come come and show me an example because people will show examples, but like there's no business name on there. Who knows where the hell they got the stats from? And it's not within 30 days. 
Anyway, I am very called to the topic of marketing and customer superfans because those are the things that actually get you to grow your business. Like I said before, and I was getting sidetracked with myself, 95% of your business is marketing, is marketing. You can build this beautiful product. You can build a beautiful website. If you are not marketing that and getting people and getting eyeballs to come and look at your website, you will not get sales. And that is a sad fact. And that is what most of, I would say 99% of the students in my Slay and Scale program, Slay and Scale Product Academy, they come in the program and they say, we have this great business. We have this great product. We don't know how to get people to the website. Like, how do you get people to come to the website? How do you increase traffic? I don't know. So I understand most of you out there are struggling with this. And I totally understand And that is what I'm here for. Literally, everything I'm doing is to give you guys more information so you know, at least you understand how. You know, when I had my business, I didn't understand the how. I just launched this shop and I, you know, had to figure things out. I would have paid so much money for someone just to have been here. Like, here's the roadmap. Here's all the things you need to do to get more sales and customers, At least if you have a roadmap, like I'm literally giving you in this podcast episode, um, and I give you in my Slay and Scale Product Academy course, at least if you have a roadmap, you kind of know what to do. Like, okay, cool. Well, I need to start creating blog content because I understand that if I create blog content, that gets pushed out into Google. And then on Google, most people actually start their search queries on Google, Okay, cool. Like it helps you connect the dots so you know what to do. I did not have any of that. I had to figure every freaking thing out. And that's why I do what I do today because I don't want you to have to figure it out. I want to give it to you. So, anyway, my point here is that marketing is 95% of your business. Literally, like 5% is your product and like some other things. 95% of your business. And the results that will come is marketing. So let's dive into it. So in my Slay and Scale Product Academy course, I have four pillars of uh, lessons. So pillar one is foundations. Pillar two is expanding sales channels. Pillar three is visibility and marketing. And then pillar four is creating customer loyalty and customer super fans. So I'm going to be honest with you. I have my favorites in my course and pillars three and pillars four are absolutely my favorites. I don't really care. Like I love talking about your website. I love helping people build a better website, but I don't particularly love like the sales channels like, oh, sell on Amazon, sell on, sell wholesale, sell um, in person, go to events, go to markets. That's not really stuff that I, it doesn't light me up. You know, I don't love talking about that stuff, which which you'll notice on my podcast, I have almost no episodes about that because when it comes to sales channels, I focus on website. Like I don't teach about retail. I don't teach about getting, you know, your products in um, B&B. I don't teach any of that. Um, We have some episodes coming up where we have amazing people talking about manufacturing. We have people talking about, Um, how to get your product in retail shops. And I'm super excited for that. But like in general, I focus on how do you sell product through your own website? That is my jam. 
I don't like to talk about the other stuff. So you notice on my podcast, a lot of my podcast is very marketing focused because I love talking about marketing. So let's dive into it. So in my, again, in my course, um, the pillar three is visibility and marketing. So what that means is how do you get your product in front of new people? How do you get your product in front of new eyeballs? That is how you grow your business. If your business is just sitting on a website and like, you're kind of like, okay, cool. Well, you know, it's just sitting there. Someone will find it. They won't find it. Um, you have to, (laughs) you have to put it in front of them. And so what I'm going to talk about today is how you get your product in front of them. Um, Okay, let's dive into it. So visibility and marketing, like my favorite thing in the whole world to talk about. I could talk about how to market your business all freaking day. So the first part of my area in my course of visibility is SEO. So SEO is like, I just love SEO. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I attribute my business growth. So I had my business, the Dapper Dog Box. The first year we did okay in sales, you know, for the first year, you know, I was happy with my sales. We, I don't have the number in front of me at the moment, but it was under a hundred thousand in sales. It was definitely pretty well under, I can't remember the exact number, but I was okay. That was my first year of having an e-commerce business. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And a lot of my time like many of you, which is why I always kind of yell at you about this, because I'm trying to just help you not make my mistakes. My first year in business, I really just tried to like do the basics. I had my website. My website looked good. Um, I worked with some micro-influencers a little bit. I had some brand ambassador team, people promoting me, and I did Instagram. So those are like the three things I kind of focused on. Instagram was more of my main focus because Instagram was where was what was working for me. So I talk about this all the freaking time. Don't put all your damn eggs in the Instagram basket. Okay. It's good to get you started. Okay. And that also too, I have to say Instagram now is a lot harder. It was a lot easier back then. Not that it was easy, but like I figured out quickly how to make it work for me. It is a lot harder now, and now you have to do video. So anyway, um, so that was what I did for the first year of my business, maybe a little bit under a year. And then I started working on SEO, and I started blogging, and I started doing all these other things, like really working with like influencers, having an affiliate program, which I'm going to talk about today. Though That is what catapulted my business. Okay, so I want to repeat that. What catapulted my business was not hanging out on Instagram all day. It was SEO, creating blog content, working with influencers, having an affiliate program, getting visibility. Instagram is this one little thing. It's like a bowling alley. I don't even know why I'm thinking of this. It just reminds me of like a bowling alley. And you're in your lane and you're throwing the balls and you're throwing the balls and you're throwing the balls. But the ball isn't going anywhere else. Don't even ask me why the hell I'm talking about freaking bowling. I don't even bowl. But this example just popped into my head. That is sort of how I feel about Instagram. You know, if you if you threw the ball and the pins like went all throughout the bowling alley, awesome. The pins don't. They stay right in the little lane and they don't go anywhere else. That's sort of how I feel about Instagram. I love Instagram. I think it is a 100% necessity for an e-commerce business. And the reason I like Instagram the most is because 
If you leverage it in the right way, you can show your product in a way that's attractive to people and you can use influencers and like so many things. So I don't hate Instagram, but my point here is that you have to get out of that one lane and that is what something like SEO does. And SEO totally changed my whole business. So the reason SEO is super important is because it truly is a secret weapon for organic traffic. And I want to repeat that because this is really important and I want to make sure you understand. SEO is the secret weapon behind organic traffic. So how SEO works in a nutshell, someone goes to Google, they type in a question. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, They type in something. Let's say they type in, I'm trying to think in my office. Okay. They type in cold brew in a can. And then they see all the results that start popping up. Or maybe they search something like, you know, what's the difference between nitro cold brew and regular cold brew? I literally asked someone that this morning at a coffee shop because I went to buy a coffee and they had a nitro cold brew in a can and they had a regular cold brew. I literally drink cold brew every freaking day, but I, I but I was like, you know what? I actually don't quite know the difference between the two. So I asked the barista and she explained it to me. That is how, that is what happens on Google. Someone types a question in and then a bunch of results pop up. So when someone types in a question that's related to your product, you want your business to show up on Google. That is where you should be putting your focus on, not obsessing repeatedly over Instagram. Instagram only gets your business so far. You will not scale your business just on Instagram. And I know a lot of people are going to like be really pissed that I just said that. And if you are someone <laughs> who is like, no, I scaled my business only on Instagram, then let's have a chat about it. I would love to do a podcast and I want to hear what you did. And I want to hear the story because I feel like there's probably another side to the story because I do not think you can scale your business only on Instagram. You cannot. I'm just going to say that. But again, if you don't agree with me, let me know because I love having these conversations. <laughs> what if you could scale your Shopify store and have paying customers that were obsessed with your brand all without relying on Facebook ads? I know you are saying, holy sugar, that this is for me. What if I could help you create your e-commerce shop that brings in new customers all while retaining your existing customers, plus more profit, more traffic, and scroll-stopping reviews from your customers, all without the overwhelm, self-doubt, and what-do-I-do-next syndrome? If that is you, I encourage you to join my signature course, the Slay and Scale Product Academy. This course is pretty much like your e-commerce product MBA, all without the $300,000 price tag. You can literally get started today for as little as $99, and it is literally your direct roadmap to massively increasing your sales, marketing, visibility, and systems for your e-commerce business. You can join today by clicking the link in the notes below. So yeah, so that's the thing with Instagram is like everything starts with searching. And so you want your business to show up in search. That is how you get free traffic without having to to do ads. So that is the beauty of, it's kind of like Mary, it's it's two things. It's SEO, your website optimization. 
So putting keywords that your customers are searching for, like if you sell, if you, if you sell uh, cold brew in a can, you need to make sure your website has all sorts of keywords that your ideal customer searches for. So a great thing that you could do is create a blog post that says, what is the difference between nitro cold brew and regular cold brew? Just like I asked the barista this morning, because if I ask that stupid question, that means other people are going to ask that stupid question. <laughs> and it's not stupid. It's a, it's a good question because as a coffee drinker, I probably should know that, but I didn't know. So you have to understand what questions your customers are searching for when it comes to your product. And write that down if you can. If, you, if you're walking your dog, like I usually do when I listen to podcasts or you are sitting in your office packing orders, write that down. What are the questions my customers are asking or searching for when it comes to my product? That's the kind of things that you want to create blog content on, which we're going to literally talk about in three seconds. So when you combine those two things, plus optimizing your website for search. So again, if you sell cold brew in a can, make sure that your pages on the website say, you know, can cold brew or cold brew in a can, your brand name, not just blank. Because if you don't have titles on your website pages, Google can't quite figure out what you sell. So then when Susan goes to Google and searches for like, where can I buy cold brew in a can near me? Your stuff won't show up. So you're missing opportunity every single day that you are not leveraging SEO. SEO is, I've become very passionate about it because I believe it changed my business a hundred percent. So with Dapper Dog Box, that was my business. I started optimizing my website. That was the first thing I did was I optimized my website. I put in keywords. Were they like the greatest keywords ever? Did I spend $5,000 working with an SEO agency to get me the right keywords? No, I did it myself. I watched some videos um, I actually did have a, a friend who had an agency who did give me some pointers. And so that was really, really good. That was good. Um, but I just put in some keywords and sort of got started. And then I started blogging. And that is the game changer is creating blog content, which leads me to the next piece of the visibility and marketing you know, the first year I had the blog up, it got like 20,000 website visitors. So now again, 20,000 people went to my website from one blog post. And the important thing here that I want you to really take away is blogging and even YouTube, like blogging and YouTube are the two channels. You have to choose one or the other. There is no other channel that will get you free traffic like one of those two, because they both make you show up on Google. That is a secret sauce is what can I do in my business that will help me show up on Google on page one, page two of Google. That's what your focus should be. Not necessarily obsessing over Instagram. Instagram again, is that bowling, the, the bowling alley, like that one lane. And you're just, it's not going anywhere else. The pins are not going out of that lane. That is why SEO, content marketing is vital for your business. And it, like I said, it changed my entire business. I started getting more and more and more traffic to my website. And when you get more traffic to your website, again, website conversion is, is math. 
That's it. You get more visitors to your website, you will get more sales. Most e-commerce websites convert at, you know, two, let's say 2%. If your website converts at 2%, how many website visitors do you need to get every month to get sales? You can do the math. You need a lot. And so people will come to me all the time like, oh, I'm not getting sales, I'm not getting sales. And the very first thing I will ask them is, um, I'll ask them two questions. How much traffic are you getting each month? And what is your conversion rate? It's literally simple math. And so they'll say, oh, well, I'm getting like 100 website visitors. Well, that's why you're not getting sales because you're not getting enough people to see your website. So that is how all this stuff plays together. There isn't one thing that you need to do. You have to start doing a lot of different things. And that doesn't mean you have to do everything today. You do baby steps with everything. So I literally, in my course, it's a, I ha, my course is 11 modules of stuff. It's a lot of information, but it's literally like, here is the playbook to grow your e-commerce business. If you sign up for the course and you go through everything over a year, you will grow your business. There's no way that you wouldn't grow your business, but you're not meant to do it in one day. You're not meant to do it in 30 days. That's not what my course is. My course is like, here's the playbook. Here's the roadmap to grow your business, but you're not meant to do it in one day. So I, I want to make sure that that's clear because my course is a lot of information, but it's because this is all the information that you can implement over a year or two years and grow your business. So I just want to make sure that's very clear. This is not a course that like you can go through in a week. It's just not. It's a lot of information. It's everything I've learned in the past six freaking years. And it's all the stuff that a lot of other people don't teach. Like I don't teach you really about sales channels. Yes, I teach you about website, but I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on what are the actual things in your business that, that can drive if you are selling to consume, like direct to consumer. So anyway, um, marketing and visibility, like I said, are are the secret sauce. They're everything that you need to be doing in your business. So we talked about SEO, we talked about content marketing, and um, let's now talk about social media. So that's the other piece of the visibility. And social media is super important. I feel like I'm always hating on Instagram, <laughs> and I don't mean to. And, it, and the only reason I hate on Instagram is because I see the same thing with people over and over and over. All the time is people will DM me and ask me, you know, different questions about growing their e-com business. You know, how do I get my traffic? I'm I'm doing everything on Instagram and nothing's working. And I'll just ask them like, "Well, what else are you doing? Like, where else are you trying to get visibility?" And they say, "Well, nowhere. I just market my business on Instagram." And unless you really have cracked the Instagram code, that's not enough. I mean, I still don't think it's enough ever, but Instagram is a really awesome place for a lot of things. And let me touch upon that right now. So when it comes to social media, basically social media is great for so many things. And even though I'm hating on Instagram, you need to do Instagram hundred percent. I just want you to do other things. I want you to do things that will help you show up on Google like blogging, content, SEO. Those are the three things. Um, Instagram does not help you show up on Google. So that's my point here. And that's why I get really upset with people. I'm not upset, but like I get frustrated because like I said, I was in your shoes. I spent a whole, my first year of my business, I didn't do a lot else besides Instagram. And the second I started doing other things is truly when my business like 
again, like doubled in sales. So that is why I don't want you to make my mistakes, basically. Uh, And my Instagram, like my Instagram went really well. My first year, I think, I want to say my first year of having Instagram, I grew it to like, I think it was 11,000 followers. Um, And then once I hit 10K, it just kind of it just, it just kind of blew up, honestly. And then in two and a half years, I grew it to 42,000 followers. So I also, on that other hand, I understand how to, I understand how Instagram works. Like I'm not someone who didn't grow their own Instagram for their business. I grew it to 40 plus thousand followers in two and a half years when I had no idea what I was doing with Instagram. I want to also preface with that. I was not, you know, an 18-year-old who grew up with Instagram and, you know, knew everything, you know. I feel like nowadays, like, kids are young and they know how to do Instagram and they know how to do video. I'm a lot older. I did not know how to do any of that. I had to figure it out. Um, But with that said, like, I did figure out how to, one, grow my Instagram. Two, I understood, or not understood, I figured out how to get Instagram as a platform for my customers to be connected to my brand. And so that's why I love Instagram is, yes, you can visually showcase your product in a way that almost makes it seem like your customers are in a store. That's why Instagram is awesome. But the really great part about Instagram is like you can literally chat with your customers. When they tag you in a post, you can say, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you for buying from me. Um, it's pretty incredible. And there's really no other, there's not many other places out there where you can do that. So that's why I really like Instagram. Anyway, I feel like I'm getting sidetracked. So um, one of the main parts of my marketing and visibility pillar in the Slay and Scale course is obviously social media. So we call it how to get social to blow up your traffic. Um, And in this piece or in this le- uh, module, I cannot talk today. In this module, um, in my course, we talk about like frameworks to guide storytelling, um, strategies to publish binge-worthy written video content, and really all the tools you need to really attract your dream customers. And so that's the important part is like, you need to be able to attract your dream people. Um, let's see. So we focus on basically Instagram. Um, we have an entire lesson on Instagram reels, which I personally love. I love reels. People are so crazy about reels and, you know, reels don't work and blah, blah, blah. But you know, I've, I mean, I personally love reels. Um, I think they're so much fun. And the reason I like them is because you can show your personality and you can show all the things that you should be doing your personality behind the scenes, like help me pack an order. Here's where our warehouse is. Like, here's all the new, um, samples we have. Like, what do you guys think? You can truly get people involved, but the best part about reels is, it is video. Video is the future. And I think if you have an e-commerce brand, and I talk about this literally every single day, you have to create a brand, not a business. And that means showing your face or at least showing a little bit, showing personality, showing that you are an actual human and not an Amazon robot. So I think it's a really, really, really important piece, but I personally love teaching about reels, even though I'm not an expert, but like I know how to do it. And I know how an e-commerce business can use reels. And then we talk about things like Pinterest. Pinterest is like this little secret weapon that like no one really, it's like the ugly sister. Sorry. I love Pinterest, but it is like the ugly sister. (laughs) 
I just hit myself in the face with my podcast mic. Um, it is. It's like the ugly sister of social media. It is social media, but like it's not really social media. I don't know. I feel like Pinterest is more like it's more like Google, really. I mean, you go there and you're searching for specific things. You get a bunch of ideas and then you can click on something and either you go to that website or you save it to your own little board of pins. So I don't know. I don't view Pinterest as social media, but like it is considered social media. So I feel like I have to call it social media. Pinterest is a gold mine for driving traffic. It is a gold mine. And I know what you're thinking. Oh no, isn't Pinterest just for X, Y, and Z? I hear so many objections when I talk about Pinterest, but it works. It absolutely works. Like one of my clients, I won't name names, but we, I manage their Pinterest for, oh yeah, I help manage Pinterest for them. And we've now had it for, I think about almost three, two and a half years. I think it was two years this past October. So we'll say two and a half years of Pinterest. And they just hit um, one this past holiday. I think it was in December. They hit over a million monthly impressions on their account. Thousands of website visitors, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands go to their website every month, every year from Pinterest. So with Pinterest, you have to you have to leverage like you know, your content marketing, your blog posts, you have to create content and then you create little pins for Pinterest. So, and plus Pinterest is also a sales channel, which we talked about in, um, I think it was episode 70. Yeah. Um, my pillar number two sales channels. So Pinterest is a sales channel. So you can literally, like if you have a Shopify store, connect your catalog, you can sell things right on Pinterest, but more importantly, you want to create content like that your customers are searching for. So again, if I'm a cold brew company, I sell cold brew in a can, you know, I need to have pieces of content that relate to cold brew that what that people are searching for. So there's a lot of different things that you can use it for, but Pinterest is an amazing, incredible way to drive traffic. And the best part of Pinterest is because it is a visual search engine, your pins on there last for years. And so it's more, Pinterest is more like Google and less like an Instagram or a Facebook. So you create a pin and like my client, for example, we created a pin two years ago for a holiday. It was something, something with dog photos for Christmas. That pin every year since we've created it just continues to drive traffic and get clicks and get found on Pinterest. So the first year we created the pins, you know, it didn't do too much. And the pins linked to a blog post on my client's, you know, website. The first year they didn't do too, they did almost nothing. And then last year they kind of blew up. So a year later they blew up and they were getting like, we were getting like 400,000 views on some of these pins. And then this Christmas, so this would be, the third times. Yeah. So we've, we've had, we've had it for three years then. Sorry. Um, so this year for, I think it started in October, November, and December, those pins were getting 500,000 views, 400,000 views, 600,000 views in one month for one pin that we created two years ago. That is the power of Pinterest. 
is that your efforts that you do today pay off next year and the year after. And it's all about creating interesting content that your customers are searching for or care about. So that is like Pinterest. People get really, people just don't like it. I don't know. It's like very misunderstood, but it is absolutely incredible, especially if depending on what niche you're in as well, there'll be more opportunity for you. Um, but I see anything in like fashion, apparel, skincare, health and wellness, the pet space, and anything with moms or kids. If you have any business within that area, like you need to be on Pinterest. So just saying. Um, so that is sort of like, that is my framework for visibility and marketing. Um, part one, let's dive into part two of that. So the next thing is, so that first part covered like social media, um, SEO content, blogging, things like that. The other part that is really one of my favorite parts, and there's, there's two that I I truly love, um, and that's going to be an affiliate program. I I need to do episodes. I need to do more episodes on affiliate programs because I truly, I just love an affiliate program. It's like the greatest thing. You have a program, people sign up, they promote you, like use my code, ten, you know, use my code Susan for 10% off of my cold brew or, you know, 10% off of this person's cold brew. And then they have an audience of people that trust and like them. And then people will buy and use Susan's code. And then you give them a commission because they referred a sale. So it's a win-win because you don't have to pay people until they, until they sell something. So affiliate marketing, in my opinion, is one of the most powerful. And I talk about this quite often as an example, but like my first year of Dapper Dog Box using an affiliate program it cost at the time I used share sale. This was, you know, five years ago. I used share sale. At the time, I want to say it was either $500 or $700 to sign up. And I was terrified. <laughs> I just want to give you this example because I'll show you what, what I paid for that program and then what my return on investment was and you'll die. So I paid, I think it was like five or 700 to sign up for the program. And I was I'm, I'm not even joking. I was like pretty terrified to spend money. And now, you know, I'm pretty much the opposite. If I, if someone can help me with something, I will pay them because I do not want to waste two years of my life figuring it all out. I wasted so much time with Dapper Dog Box figuring everything out. And I made the business work. Like I grew that business from my living room in California with zero clue of what the F to do. And I grew that to, you know, almost half a million in revenue in close to three years. So I did a lot of things right and not tooting my horn. I just figured out how to do things right. But I also wasted a boatload of time, a boatload of energy. I worked all the time. I cried a lot more than I could ever tell you. I cried a lot. I felt stress. Um, I had severe anxiety. I mean, that was like, that business was such an important part of my life, but it's also a very dark part of my life because I worked so much and I was so freaking stressed, overwhelmed all the time. 
And so everything I literally do today is to help people like you who are trying to grow your e-commerce business to not feel like how I felt because it was not a good situation, you know? Um, I can sit here and tell you about the sales I made, but what I what I haven't mentioned probably enough, and I, maybe I need to mention this more, is like how how stressed I felt. I felt like I was drowning and suffocating at the same time almost every day because I did everything on my own. I didn't outsource. I didn't hire out. I didn't get a team of people. Um, I didn't invest in myself. I didn't find a coach who could help me. And those are literally my biggest mistakes of that business. And I still managed to grow that business to that revenue level. Imagine if I had just invested in someone, you know, so it's pretty crazy. So anyway, back to my affiliate marketing example. I get like all crazy about this stuff. So affiliate marketing. So I spent, yeah, I think it was five or 700. I don't remember the exact amount. And my first year of having an affiliate program, I made $20,000. And you want to know how much time and energy I put into <laughs> the affiliate program? Um maybe like 10 hours total. I'm I'm not even joking. You guys know I do not like I do not BS you. I tell you every freaking thing straight up. I probably spent about 10 hours total and most of that time was setting the program up. Like getting the graphics made so my um affiliates could have graphics to post. Um things like doing all the initial program stuff. Like how do I create the page so people can sign up? How do I create the graphic so my page looks cute? Um, Researching how much commission do I give people? Like I had no idea. So the bulk of that 10, 11 hours was actually when I was launching the affiliate program. Um, And then the rest of the hours were reaching out to people here and there, inviting them to be part of my affiliate program, Um, going into the system every week and approving people that applied to be part of my program. That's pretty much it. So I'm literally not even joking with you. I spent almost zero time and I generated 20K my first year. And so after payouts and all that, I want to say the the actual return on investment was like maybe 18,000 or something. So a pretty incredible return on investment, $700 to get to 20K. That is an incredible, incredible, incredible um, return on investment. And that is why, and, and the best part of an affiliate program is that other people are doing the work for you. And that is why it is so important that you have other places that people are working for you and not you doing everything. So as part of my like signature organic marketing framework, we have one on one handle, we have social media. So we have like Instagram, TikTok, whatever that sucks up a lot of your damn time, but you need to do it. I'm sorry. You have to do all those things because you have to get the visibility. Visibility is not like, remember my bowling alley example, my random bowling alley example. Um, you can't just be in one lane. You have to be in multiple lanes. So in a, a social media is where you have to show up and show your product and show your face if possible and sort of connect with people. But then the other stream is that you want things in channels that work for you. So one piece of that, again, is like the content marketing and SEO. You create a blog post, you optimize it with keywords, 
And then Google sprinkles that out to people when they search. So that's like one lane of people working for you, although you have to still do work. The other piece is like influencers and affiliates. Um, They work in like PR in, in a sense. They work with you, but they're doing the work for you. And that's why affiliates are amazing because they promote you and all that. You get blog features, you get PR features, but you don't really have to do anything. And yes, there's more to the story than that. Like my affiliate, okay, I'm, I give you examples that worked for me, but that does not mean that like my way is the only way to do things. If I actually had spent more damn time with my affiliate program, I would have made more money. So I did the bare bones and I still had, you know, $19,000 or $18,000 of a return on my little $500 investment. So there are other ways to do it. And I recommend, yes, you do make more effort, but like if you can't, you don't know what the heck you're doing and you're just starting out, do the bare bones, but affiliate marketing is the way to go. So I am a huge advocate of people to have an affiliate program. Um, That is how you get people to sign up for your affiliate program. You create some graphics, you create some engagement with those people, and then they're out promoting on their channels, on their platforms, on their blog, on their YouTube, and they're attracting customers for you, not the other way around. It's like the greatest thing ever. Um, I'm going to do more affiliate episodes. I just feel like I love affiliate marketing and I just need to do more. So anyway, so this other piece of visibility is like you want the organic, uh, you want the social media, which is really you have to put a lot of effort in, but then you want these other little sprinkled in lanes of visibility that you're not necessarily doing a lot of the work. Someone else is doing the heavy lifting for you. So that's really what else we cover in my course, because it is wildly important. You cannot just have social media. You have to have these other things like working with micro influencers, having an affiliate program, doing, having like brand collaborations, working with PR. Um, there's so many things that you need to do, but I love that part of the visibility because it's more like other people doing it for you. And then as you, you know, especially if you're working with like YouTubers or you're working with people who write blog content, you have now like a backlink back to your website and blog and YouTube, those will always continue to grow. And so you'll continue to drive traffic from those places. So it is quite magical. Okay, and then lastly, let's talk about the pillar four of my framework in the Slay and Scale Product Academy. And this isn't, I don't know. I feel like I love marketing and I love what I'm about to talk about, but I think the customer super fans might be my like favorite thing just because no one else really talks about it very much when it comes in the e-commerce capacity. Um... Yeah, no one really talks about this part very much. And I truly feel like it is the, I don't even, I don't want to say it's like the cherry on top or the icing on the cake because it kind of is, but like it's also more. So when it comes to an e-commerce business, you need to do things that will get customers to come back to you and keep buying from you. It's not enough to sell a product and then give them to the customer and then be like, okay, bye, see ya. You have to get them to come back for more. So you do this through getting them to be loyal customer super fans. 
You have to have a customer retention strategy. And retaining your customers is drastically cheaper for you than acquiring new ones. So you always want to think, how can I get my customers to buy more from me? How can I get my customers to come back and buy more? How do I get them to spend more when they're in the shopping cart? So many different things you can do. So the biggest thing is you have to be actively aware that you need to create your customer super fans. So again, this the, the term super fan is something that, um, I don't know if Pat Flynn, he, so he wrote a book called super fans. I don't know if he like coined that term or that that's a term that's been around. I have no idea. I just love the word because I think it's such a perfect word. Your customer super fans. So those are people that are like your loyal people that when you promote, when you, um, you know, for me, like I had a subscription box. So every month I would have these like group of people that they would always post photos on their Instagram accounts. Every single month they would, you know, share the box, like unboxing in their stories. They were obsessed with the brand. So those, those were my customer super fans. And so I could kind of count on them like, okay, I'm going to launch a new product. I feel like these 10 or 20% of my customers, they'll probably buy it. So awesome. But I also took care of those people. Like I, I don't, I don't want it to seem like a transaction because that is not what I teach. I teach the opposite. You need to be obsessed with your customers, literally obsessed with your customers. And you do that by customer service, treating them well, create, getting them to feel connected to your brand and having incredible, um, I don't know if I said customer support, customer experience. Um, Everything should be perfect. So you have to take care of your customers, but I firmly believe you need to be obsessed with your customers. And when you do that, you separate yourself from every other business in your, like from in your competitors. When you treat your customers well, when you are truly obsessed with them, they feel that you stand out and they will be loyal super fans. They will literally tell their friends, family, followers about your business all the time. And there truly is no greater feeling when you have an e-commerce business to have those customers that literally are so obsessed with your brand that you know they're going to be posting about you on social media. They're going to thank like send you a message and say, "Oh my god, we love like we love this product or this box or this color scrunchie, like blah, blah, blah. They'll take photos for you. It is a magical thing, but you need to be doing things to create that with your customers. And so again, that is something that I teach in my slant scale course. It is my last pillar of my course, but in my opinion, it's, it's probably the, one of the most valuable parts because one, I don't think many people teach this in the e-commerce space. And two, If you actually want to create a brand, not a business, if you want to get people to spend more money with you, um, if you want your customers to feel connected to your brand, and then therefore, when they feel connected, they are going to tell friends and family about your product. Like that is how you do it, you know, and I don't see it being taught a lot. And I really feel like I cracked the code with that with my business. Um, again, I didn't use ads. I didn't pay influencers. Um, I not saying, not saying that you shouldn't pay influencers. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying like everything I did was super scrappy. I didn't spend money on things. And so, and that was a mistake. You know, I talk about this all the time. My biggest mistake of my business was 
was not investing in like a course or a coach. I don't think they even had them then though. But even if they did, I probably would have been too afraid to spend money, which was a freaking mistake because when you can find someone who has already done the things that you want and they can show you what they did. They show you what worked for them. You save time, money, and energy. And your time and energy are important. Your mental health is important. Like I just told you today that when I had my business, I was going through a really dark time because I worked all the time, because I questioned myself every day. Like, is this working? Is this right? Am I doing the right thing? Um, I had to figure everything else out. And it was so stressful for me, so stressful. And so I don't want you to go through that same thing. So anyway, um, so yeah, that is sort of like the, that is, you know, pillar three and pillar four of the pathway to e-commerce sales and profit. A lot of you listening are, you have an e-commerce business or you have an, you know, an Etsy shop or a Shopify store, and you're just trying to figure out how to get to like, a couple thousand per month or 5,000 per month. And maybe, you know, you don't have a lot of customers yet, but you really want to focus on creating good systems, creating good foundations in your business. You might want to be focusing on marketing. Um, and it's a stepping stone, you know, it is a stepping stone. You're not meant to do all these things in one, in one day, in one month. It took me three years to do all of these things. So, just take your time. You know, you got to go through things slow and steady if you're not doing ads. But like I tell everyone all the time, like my framework is built around not having to use ads for your business. I show you how to market your business to get customers. I also show you how to do those foundational things like having the right messaging. How do you know your ideal customer? Because if you don't know those things, none of this other stuff works. You have to nail the foundations first. And so that's the other thing my course covers, episode 69 um, of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I kind of walk you through some of those things. But yeah, you have to just be slow and steady. If you're not doing ads, things take time, you know? And I'm not saying that ads don't work, but I wanna teach you how to be self-reliant so then when you're making money, when you start doing like 5K a month or 10K a month, and you're like, you know what? I'm ready to start doing ads. Like, let's do it. You already understand your product. You understand how to stand out. You understand your messaging. You understand how, why my customers like my product. You have customers. You have like UGC, user-generated content, which is like people posting photos of your product in real life. You probably have some great videos. You have a network of like influencers or micro-influencers or affiliates. Like you have all these things up and running. And so you're able to get customers from different places, Instagram, PR, blogging, um, you know, people found you on Google for something and they bought your product. You're, you have multiple streams to get customers. And then now, great, now's a good time to do ads. So I have nothing against ads. Um, a lot of people ask me like, why do you hate ads so much? I, I, I don't at all. I do not hate ads. <laughs> if you want to scale, like scale, scale, yeah, you have to do ads. But what I see a lot happening is like someone launches a business and they believe doing ads is the first thing that they need to do. And that's where I disagree with you on. Because um, oftentimes, okay, here's like this, here's like the, 
the counter to that. If you know what you're doing, if you've already had an e-commerce store or, you know, you're doing something where you really understand your ideal customer and you know the messaging, like the messaging to attract them, you have that down for some reason, then I think, yeah, like you can start doing ads if you want to because you understand the messaging. But what I see is like, you know, new, like I have a client and she has a, a subscription box business. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to like blaster. Um, but she has a subscription business and she was getting like no sales and, you know, her website needed some work and, you know, a lot of things needed work, but I was looking at her ads and they just, they weren't, they were very like vanilla generic. And I was like, this is why your ads aren't working. Even though I'm not an ads person, I understand how ads work. I've, you know, I understand how they work. Ads is all about creating a message that's going to get someone, grab their interest, like hook them in and get them to click. That is what an ad is. So I understand all that. I'm a marketer. However, her ads, like they were so vanilla, they didn't speak to anyone. And I was like, you've wasted so much money because you don't actually understand your ideal customer. You don't understand your ideal customer and you don't know how to speak to them to get them to want to click. You know, none of your, none of these ads have any value, like there's no value. And so we, so basically she turned her ads off and then we started working on her website to fix that first. But like, that's my point is that if you just start running ads because you think you should, and you still don't like, you don't know your ideal customer and knowing like you don't know your ideal customer and your product isn't quite validated yet, then you're going to just, it's like taking money and throwing it out the window. That's pretty much what you're doing. Like here's $5,000 that I'm about to spend on ads because I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just going to rip it up and throw it out the window. That's pretty much what you're doing. It's one thing if like, you know what, you know what, I have a $10,000 budget that I have somehow I have $10,000 laying around. And you know what, I'm going to give that as a budget to myself so I can learn ads. That's a different thing. Like if you have extra money, awesome. Doing is how you learn. But when it comes to ads, you have to know what you're doing. And if you do not know what you're doing, you're wasting money. There's courses out there that will help you with advertising, like Facebook ads, Google ads. Um, yeah, I even saw someone yesterday who has a course for TikTok ads. I was like, that's pretty cool. I, I love that. I need to get her in my podcast <laughs> uh, because it's super specific. And I love that. We need to be thinking outside of Facebook ads because Facebook ads now are a hot mess with all the iOS updates, which is why my entire business is to teach you how to get customers without using ads. Because I firmly believe if you need to use ads to get customers, there's something wrong with the business. Like you should be getting customers elsewhere. So anyway, that is me. I'm stepping off my soapbox right now because I feel like I can go down a rabbit hole with ads, but I have nothing against them. I just want to make sure you are aware that one, you don't need to do them, especially if your business is pretty new. You need to validate your business idea first. You need to get customers. You need to understand why they buy from you. When you understand why your customer is buying from you and you can infuse that into an advertisement, you're golden, you know? But if you don't know that, don't just start doing ads. So anyway, my friends, I'm going to wrap things up here. My slan scale course 
is open for enrollment. Wednesday the 16th of February, the doors close. Um, you can get started today for as little as $99. The pay in full is $597. The payment plan is seven payments of $99. Literally, this course will change your e-commerce life. And like I talked about my affiliate investment, you know, I invested five or seven hundred and I made 20k. So think about what this investment could do for your business. You take 597. How many times, how much more money will you make from that one investment? You know, all you need to sell is a few products per month and the investments paid off after a few months, depending on what your sales are. So I want you to really think of that because this course was created to help people like you. I have been in your shoes. I have struggled and I don't want that for you because you don't, you don't need to like the simple fact is you do not need to struggle. I have created the roadmap for you. So if you are an e-commerce business and you are just, you're, you want, you want more sales, you want more customers, you want someone who's already done it and figured it out and cracked the code. You just want to kind of learn from them. You want the roadmap. So you know what to spend your time on. So you're not spinning your wheels every day being like, what the fuck do I do today to get more customers for my business? I have no idea. I guess I'll post on Instagram. Um, if you want that roadmap, traffic, sales, customers, this course is for you. Um, if you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram. You can email me, um, but you can sign up below the link. Again, we close the doors Wednesday, February 16th at midnight Pacific time. If you have any questions, any hesitation, if you're like, I don't know if this course is for me, I get that question quite often. Honestly, here's sort of the benchmark that I like to give people, but take a think and look at the sales page, see if it feels like it's a good fit for you. Um, my course is definitely very focused on like the marketing and visibility, but it also focuses on sales channels, nailing your foundations for your business, and then also how to bring customer loyalty. I like to tell people if you are currently in your business doing like under 5,000 per month, so if you're doing $500 a month or a thousand per month or 2,000, 3,000, blah, blah, blah. My thing here is if you are trying, if one of your goals or like in your head, you're like, I really want to get to like $10,000 per month in sales, this course is perfect for you. I've created this course more for um, beginner e-commerce business owners. And I don't want to say beginner because I have some of my students who've had their business for three years, but they're just not at that sales and revenue point. So if your business is under $10,000 a month in sales, this perfect, sorry, this course is perfect for you. It'll provide you with everything that you need to know for the next one to two years of your business to grow. So anyway, if you have any questions, you can send me a DM, but it's a fantastic course. I have a money back guarantee after 30 days. If you're like, you know what? This course is not working for me. You literally get your money back because that's how much I believe in it and I want you to succeed. And so that's why I do all this stuff. All right, guys, I hope you have a beautiful day. And again, if you have any questions on the Slay and Scale Product Academy, please reach out, send me an email, message me on Instagram, whatever works for you, but please reach out. I want you in the program. And if you have any concerns, just ask me and I will give you an honest response. All right, guys. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. 
Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys next week.